0: Love Talk Radio. as could be Jesus came for Revise and reject
1: Welcome to another edition of Prayer International Radio My name
2: is Chris Herzog And I'll be your host this evening Just wanted to take some time to worship the Lord And just lift up some praise to God And allow that heavenly atmosphere Allow that Holy Spirit atmosphere To fill your home, your office, your car Wherever you're at You know, worship really does change our focus And correct our focus And a lot of times we need to be
1: very particular on what kind of atmosphere we create.
2: You know, whatever we respect will be attracted into
1: our lives. And if we
2: will give glory and honor and respect to the Holy Spirit, to the glory, to the presence of God, then he will be attracted to our lives if we begin to create that habitation and that that place of praise and prayer, the Bible says that God inhabits the praise of his people. That means when voices and hearts are
1: lifted up, God is in the midst.
2: You know, the Lord is
1: honored when we draw near to him.
2: The Lord is honored when we lift up and, and we make a place in our hearts for him, and he responds to it, you know, he's a living God, and he responds to the praise of his people, you know, no matter how crazy your day has been going today, whatever struggles or difficulties or circumstances that you're facing, maybe you have pressure on the job, or You know, just are facing a lot of crisis Or maybe you're you're dealing with a lot of transition or change You know, whatever it is Sometimes if you'll just take a moment Take an hour, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes Whatever you can give And focus that time on the worship of the Lord Focus that time on praising God and, And giving Him the rightful place in your heart You know, God will come in and begin to make a way God will come in and begin to breathe on your situation and your circumstances. God will come in and begin to work over your emotions and your mind and your spirit. You know, he has a way of bringing peace in the midst of the storm. But you know, the Bible says that we enter his courts and we enter his gates. How with thanksgiving in our hearts, we enter his courts with praise. In Psalm 100 verse 3, Come before his presence with singing. And if you want the presence of the Lord, if you want the glory of the Lord in your life, you've got to learn to be a worshiper. You've got to learn to be a praiser, a pray-er. You've got to learn to connect and communicate with the Father on a regular basis. And you know, the Bible says that you can honor God with your lips, but your heart be so far from him. And so I'm not talking about just doing God lip service but making sure that your heart is longing and connecting and drawing near to the Father. See, Jesus said the Father seeketh such to worship him, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That means your heart has to truthfully long and truthfully seek out and truthfully
1: run after Jesus. And that spirit means it's not
2: just a head knowledge of God that we're talking about It's not intellectual It's not a Bible study Although Bible study is good Although teaching is good Although reading and meditating on the word of God is a commandment of the Lord But God doesn't want us to just be filled in our heads with his word But he wants us to hide it in our hearts He wants us to begin to draw it inside of ourselves And it become a living truth a living reality that we can draw life and draw
1: encouragement and draw our motivation from. And so that's why we allow the the worship to go on like we do. That's why the worship set on the
2: show is so long and sometimes we jump right back into worship set. Why? Because one minute in the presence of God can change your life. More than an hour of speaking and an hour of sermons More than some intellectual teaching or a a Sunday school study or a Bible study. One minute in the presence of God, encountering God, experiencing God and his glory can transform your
1: life. And that's what we want. That's what we desire. Praise God So we're going to take a, about a
2: 10 minute worship break I know that we just kind of Stopped the worship But you know This is what I want to do tonight We need to go deeper with the Holy Spirit We need to go deeper with God We need to encounter his presence And listen it doesn't matter what I say What I do What I pray Because the ultimate determining factor of your life Is how much of God Do you allow into your heart How much of God do you allow to motivate and control and saturate your life? How much of God are you willing to reach out and allow God to come in? And so I want you to take about ten minutes. We're going to worship God. And then we're going to go deep with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to kind of go through the book of Acts very briefly tonight. We may not get through all of it. I'm not going to read it chapter by chapter, but we're going to kind of skim over some chapters. And just see what the Lord has for us. So if you're thirsty if you're hungry, let's go to the Lord.
0: And all who are thirsty And all who are weak, Come to the fountain and deep you high i
2: Come to the waters and drink That was actually a Misty Edwards song Done at IHOP We really like that one I uh, just want to say hello to Sister Cheryl With JT Overcomer Ministries And uh, Brother Jay up in Tulsa, Oklahoma just want to say hi to him We got a few people listening in tonight uh, Some by phone, some by archives, Some by radio station However, you're listening some in the chat room. But I um, just want to talk tonight. You know, I wanted to talk about going deeper with the Holy Spirit. You know, all 66 books of the Bible, you can go chapter by chapter, constantly seeing the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit. We always call him the third person of the Trinity. But we really need to affirm his deity and his procession, you know. We need to understand who he is. He's the spirit of God. He's not a spirit of God, but he's the spirit, you know, just a spirit of God, but he's the spirit of God. And, you know, Genesis 1, we actually encounter God's spirit talks about at creation the spirit of God hovered over the face of the waters in Genesis 1 verse 2 you know God's awesome power was revealed God's awesome power was present when his universe was created it
1: was the mighty spirit of God that created all things from absolutely nothing Constantly we see a lot of references
2: Throughout the Old Testament We also see references about the New Testament Talking about the Spirit of God Talking about the Holy Spirit So it's not a foreign concept It's not like the Holy Spirit just showed up In the book of Acts It's what I want to talk about tonight a little bit
1: But we need to realize
2: That same Spirit of God came upon Saul Caused him to prophesy in the book of Samuel it came upon Zechariah and enabled him to proclaim the word of the Lord in the book of Chronicles. The same Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, came upon Ezekiel and Isaiah when they had these visions of the restoration of Israel. In fact, they called the Spirit of God the Spirit of prophecy, the Spirit of power, the Spirit of guidance, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the living
1: God. We need to realize
2: that, you know, the Holy Spirit, he may be recognized by many different names, but he is God. He's a vital part
1: of the Godhead. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're one God, but they've got three distinct personalities. The thing is, is the Father is in heaven, and
2: Jesus is seated at his right hand making intercession for us. But he said, Look, when I go away I'm gonna send you a comforter, I'm gonna send you the Holy Spirit. And he'll be with you, he'll be
1: in you, he'll reveal to you all things of how are speaking. He didn't want to leave us comfortless. I know you wanna see God's power transform
2: your life. You wanna see God's power transform your relationships and and your work, whatever you're doing? And you've got to surrender to the Holy Spirit. You've got to invite the full measure of the power of the Holy Spirit to be unleashed in your life. Jesus said if you ask for bread, he wanna give you a stone. If you ask for an egg, you wanna get a scorpion or a a serpent.
1: But if you ask for the Holy Spirit, you're not gonna get some kind of devil. You're going to get the Holy Spirit.
2: Now there's stipulations to that. You must be a believer. You must be born again, washed in the blood. You must put your faith in Jesus Christ. You must be a son or daughter of the Most High God
1: in order to receive the Holy Spirit into your life. But there's a power.
2: There's an empowerment that comes when the Holy Spirit comes into a person's life. God wants us to have fellowship with the Spirit. He wants us to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's just, Remember, this is the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of the Son. The same Spirit that that touches our hearts and causes us to cry
1: out, the Father. But if you're going to know the Lord as your Father today, it's the Spirit of the Lord. No one can say Jesus is Lord unless the
2: Spirit be in Him. He's the Spirit of Glory. He's the Spirit of Adoption. The Spirit of Grace and Supplication. However you want to term it. Spirit of Wisdom, Understanding. Isaiah says in verse eleven or chapter eleven, He's the Spirit of Wisdom, Understanding, the Spirit of Counsel and Might, the Spirit of Knowledge and the Fear of the Lord. He's got many facets multifaceted spirit
1: of God. He's got different functions. We need to understand he's he's the healer. He's the provider. He's the spirit of truth, Jesus said. He's the spirit of promise.
2: The Lord Jesus promised and The spirit would come in the upper room.
1: So we're going to talk about that. He's the comforter. He's the eternal spirit. He's got many names. But he's one God. One God. I want to talk about the work of the Holy Spirit tonight in reference.
2: And yes, we're going to pray for... Cheryl, and uh, I see Sherry's in there too, Pet Prep Radio. Uh, For those of you that don't know, if you go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash prayerinternational, and you might have to do the HTTP uh, colon forward slash forward slash. But if you get a Blog Talk Radio and you get on Prayer International, we actually have a chat room you can get into. You can kind of see what's going on Some people just listen by the radio uh, By the link That's on our radio uh, That's on our internet website And so they never get a chance To get into the chat room and They just listen Which is fine But um, Before I get into this Work of the Holy Spirit section here I want to pray And we'll pray briefly And then we'll, I guess we'll take it at the 11 o'clock hour So Father in the name of Jesus right now we just ask Lord that your Holy Spirit would come And that you would be among us Father we pray your kingdom come and your will be done Lord Just as it is in heaven let it be in the earth today Lord Father we pray for your anointing Lord to break every yoke And every bondage, every sickness, every disease We pray for your yoke The yoke of your spirit Your yoke is easy and your burden is light And so we pray right now Lord that you would begin to lighten every burden, you would ease every pain. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Sister Cheryl and JC overcome her ministries. We just pray and ask your blessing upon her ministry. We pray for her niece Joni. Right now in the name of Jesus. We rebuke this melanoma skin cancer in Jesus' name. We curse you at the root and we declare there's healing in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus speaks against you. And right now we ask for healing and restoration over niece Joni right now. And Father, we declare that you are a healer and that with you all things are possible. We declare, Lord, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We declare, Lord God, that by your stripes she is healed. And Father, we choose to stand on your word, Lord God, and we just declare she is more than a conqueror. Through Christ Jesus, she is more than an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of her testimony. So right now, we declare the blood is speaking for her. We thank you, Father, that the testimony of God will be in her mouth. We thank you, Lord God, for freedom from the snare of the fowler. Right now, Lord, we ask your blessings over J.P. Overcomer Ministries. Just continue to grow it, cause it to bear fruit. Bless it, Lord, and let Lord God, it'd be an effectual weapon, an effectual instrument in your hand to bring praise into the earth, to bring your will be done in your kingdom come. And, Father, right now we pray for Pet Prep Radio. We pray for Sherry. Lord, bless her ministry. Bless their finances. Bless her son, Andrew. Bless right now, Lord God, the works of her hands. Lord, keep her, hide her in the shadow of your wing, Father. And we just pray, Lord God, that you'd be with them. Tonight, Lord, we pray, Lord God, that they would acknowledge and feel and experience your presence and your glory.
1: And Father, in Jesus' name, we pray, Lord God, give them ears to hear what your
2: spirit is saying, eyes to see from your heavenly perspective. And Lord, let their hearts be so full of your glory, so full of your character, so full of your word. Hide your word in their hearts. Help them to take that word and hide it in their hearts.
1: That, Lord God, there would be a maturity that would bring others into a
2: deeper maturity with you, Lord. Let the maturity that's in them, Lord, bring others into a maturity with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. What's going on in the 11 o'clock hour, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. You can contact us at www.prayerinternational.org. Call in at 619-638-8458. You can also email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org. Check out the website. Check us out on Blog Talk, Ustream, YouTube. We've got a few different things out there. We've got some devotionals out. Feel free to check those out. We just want to help encourage you in your faith. Encourage you in your walk with Jesus But if you don't know him You need to know him And if you already know him You need to know him better And if you know him really good Well Guess what You can
1: taste and see That it just gets better and better Better and better in the presence of the Lord So the work
2: of the Holy Spirit Listen now that you understand the Holy Spirit uh, His names You need to understand Him better because of His work. We want to go deeper. And you know, one of the greatest things the Holy Spirit does is change people. He changes people. He transforms people. He makes men into different men. He makes women into different women. He can take dirt and breathe
1: upon it. And create something that's in His image. And He changes people from the inside out. lives, their circumstances, their perspective, and he can change you too. Now you can find the work of the Holy Spirit in each of the
2: 66 books of the Bible, particularly the book of Acts, if you want to modernize it for the New Testament believers. The book of Acts is sometimes called the Acts of the Apostles, but it's also referred to as the Acts of the Holy Spirit. And we can kind of think of it that way because we realize that these apostles were men and women. These men and women of God, if they didn't have the spirit of God in their lives, they just would have been men and women.
1: But what made their natural become supernatural was the supernatural spirit of God. So I want to take you through the book of Acts a little bit, show you chapter by chapter
2: exactly what he can do with your life. We're going to kind of skim it, and you can read each chapter on your own. We're not going to get into every detail of every chapter tonight. We're just going to skim each chapter.
1: It's 28 chapters. It's going to be very brief. But you know, if you read it chapter by chapter,
2: you'll see what he can do. And you'll see what he can do in your life as you grow in your
1: relationship with him.
2: The book of Acts is a record, basically, of dramatic changes that happen in the lives of people because of their encounters and their fellowship and their experiences with the Holy Spirit.
1: But when you welcome the Holy Spirit into your life, listen, the same kind of things can happen to you. You read
2: about the ways that God can change you And you begin to pray For these changes and these promises
1: To become a reality for you Guess what God answers prayer In Acts 1 Listen Just before Jesus returned to heaven He told
2: his apostles that he Wasn't going to leave uh, Without leaving a comforter He said look Don't leave Jerusalem but wait and the promise of the Father, this is in Acts one four. He said, "John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost." Not many days hence, not many days from now, Acts one five. God's instructions sometimes are difficult for for all of us to understand, and are definitely difficult for the apostles at the times. They understood the fellowship with Jesus. They understood how to enjoy a relationship with him because they'd been walking around with him for three years, on a, you know, give or take.
1: But they didn't have any concept of what it meant to be baptized with the Holy Spirit any more than
2: any of us did before it happened to us. But listen, in Acts 1, God changed the way that they heard. He can change the way that you hear. It's one thing that the work of the Holy Spirit does. He can change the way you hear. He takes you from beyond hearing with your ears and helps you to listen with your heart. It gives you understanding that comes from
1: listening with your heart, your spiritual hearing. You hear him on the inside. as well as having knowledge of the Word of God, which obviously you listen with your ears,
2: your physical ears. But he wants to speak to your
1: inner man. He wants to speak to your inner being. The Holy Spirit wants you to listen to him with your heart. Acts chapter 2. So when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles
2: He changed their speech, they began to speak with other tongues. The Spirit gave them utterance. Acts two four. Peter began to declare the message of Christ that three thousand people were saved and added to the church in one day. Look at Acts two forty one. Listen, that, that same power that he received at Pentecost, it changed the way he spoke. It changed his speech. All of a sudden he started talking different.
1: Acts chapter two is a picture. of God changing the way that a person can speak. He'll so change the way you hear. Number two, he'll
2: change the way that you speak. Acts chapter two, I'm going to put
1: that in, uh, explain that to you. So God overflowed got from them out to the world and around the world here the Holy Spirit was inspiring them To praise and glorify God Not only in their own tongues But in new languages In the process He, he used their tongue for his use He used to play Peter's tongue His
2: mouth, his speech For purposes of God The Holy Spirit Freed these people's spirits up He renewed their minds He refreshed their bodies
1: And he brought power to their witness Acts chapter 3, if you look at Acts 3 verse 4,
2: after Peter and John were filled with the Holy Spirit, they went to the temple gate and the
1: beggar asked them for money. Listen, the first words that these guys spoke is, look on us. Look on us. Now, why would they say look on us instead
2: of look on Christ? And these guys were transformed by the glory of God. God had changed their appearance. These guys knew that power and boldness had come upon them because of God's presence. It's God's presence. It's God's glory that makes a difference. They knew that the life of the Holy Spirit on the inside of them had changed the way they lived On the outside, and their whole countenance reflected the inner work of God's presence with them. When God's on the inside of you, you'll glow on the outside. When the joy of the Lord's on the inside of you, it'll come out. It'll beam out your eyes. You'll testify and tell tell praises about God. Why? Because the joy of the Lord's your strength. Same thing happened to
1: Peter and John when they went to the temple gate. Here this beggar was. So what was going on on the outside was a reflection of what was going on on the inside. Praise God. Look, these guys didn't give them money. Peter says, silver and gold have I none.
2: But what I have, I give to the, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up the one! And so here this crippled beggar jumps to his feet and begins running and leaping and praising God. Well, people saw what happened. All of a sudden they were totally beside
1: themselves. It says they were filled with wonder and amazement. That's the thing that happened to Read Acts 3.10. The deal is, what I'm saying is this, the presence of the Lord makes a
2: difference in your life. The presence of the Lord will even change the way
1: that you look. It'll change the way that you hear. It'll change the way that you speak. Number four, he'll change your behavior. He changes your behavior. He changes it. He changes your actions. It changes your desires. He changes your overflow. Just the way he does. So he can change your behavior, Acts chapter 4. Like
2: I said before, he can change you into a different man. It can change you into a different woman. Look, like when the Holy Spirit's come upon me, I get a different attitude. All of a sudden, my speech changes. All of a sudden, the, the way I see things
1: just kind of shifts. Everything can change in a moment's time because of the anointing of the
2: Holy Spirit in your life
1: or on a person's life. It'll bring boldness. Drawback intimidation. Praise God. I'm just pausing. I'm just processing. So, if you wonder why the long pause, sometimes I do that. But it's the Holy Spirit that makes a difference. It's not the man, it's not the woman, it's not the minister. The Spirit makes the difference. The Spirit changes your behavior.
2: I'm sorry if you thought you lost sound for a minute. I apologize. Sometimes I just kind of process. Look, the Holy Spirit changed Peter and John's behavior on the day of Pentecost. Instead of fearing the Jews, they were proclaiming the message of the gospel of confidence. Acts 4 13 says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, but they marveled in their knowledge of They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. When people see your behavior and your flowing in the Holy Spirit, they're, they're going to take knowledge of you that you've been with Jesus. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Because of the change in these men, people realize that
1: they've been with Jesus. And when you are with Jesus, there'll be a change in you too. Look, that's what a relationship with the Holy Spirit gives you. I mean, there's there's different types of boldness. There's different gifts. you got to have a boldness to come before God,
2: a boldness to go before other people, you know, have a boldness to
1: get in the face of your enemy. And God's in the business of changing behavior. Acts chapter
2: 5. Listen, and you can read these later and see and extract what the Holy Spirit teaches you to extract. The Lord
1: shows you But he'll change your experience He'll change the way you experience things But Peter's reality of the Holy Spirit Was a reality to him
2: To everybody else Peter's friend was an invisible friend But listen it,
1: It made all the difference to Peter It made all the difference to what was going on in Peter's life Look, here's this man in front of the Sanhedrin, in front of the
2: Jewish court. And he tells him in Acts 5.32, we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to them that obey him. Who's he given to? Those that obey him, those that have a relationship with him, those that honor God. That's where the Holy Spirit goes. That's why the Bible says don't grieve the Holy Spirit, don't quench the Holy Spirit, don't hurt. The Holy Spirit. Why? Because He's holy. He goes where He's honored. He goes where He's revered. He goes where He's obeyed. He's holy. Does that mean we have to be perfect? No. But we can try. Through the help of God and through the help of the Holy Spirit. Does that mean we're always righteous, always holy? Well, the blood makes us that way. We've got access into the Holy of Holies. Because of the blood of the Lamb, but yet we have
1: to keep our position, but it'll change our experience. We are his witnesses. The Holy Spirit was real to him. The evidence of his presence in our lives was was apparent to everybody that was watching hebrews two four God also bearing them
2: witness both with signs and wonders, with divers, miracles, gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. But they were actually seeing part of the power that Jesus had promised to them
1: before he went to heaven. Acts one eight. It's a beautiful thing to have the Holy Spirit as your friend.
2: Have the Holy Spirit as your companion, your guide, your comforter. The Holy Spirit as your leader,
1: your teacher. The Holy Spirit as your healer. And encounter him Look he's real He wants to be encountered On a regular basis In your life And he'll change your position But change your position
2: Acts chapter 6 Listen
1: You never know Where you're going to go If you have the Holy Spirit Leading you Stephen's story recorded in Acts is a good example. Look, he, was, he wasn't he was an apostle before he became a
2: de- deacon. He was not an apostle before he became a deacon. We're talking about Stephen. He was just active in the church, active in Jerusalem. Described as a man full of the Holy Spirit and faith. Just look at Acts 6-5. And the Holy Spirit was moving in such a great way, such a powerful way, He wasn't just touching the preachers, but he was touching the laymen. The Bible says, Stephen, full of faith and prayer, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Acts 6, 8. Stephen, full of faith and prayer, did great miracles among the people. He was just a deacon. He wasn't an, an apostle. You don't have to be some Jesus superstar to do great and mighty things. Look, we're all superstars in the eyes of God. We all matter to him. People matter to God. But God wants to take us natural men and women and do supernatural things by placing a spirit in our lives. How did Stephen move from a position as a layman to a position of ministry? How did he become an evangelist? Because he had fellowship with the Holy Spirit Because he he Was a man full of faith And if you're full of faith And if you have fellowship with God God can elevate your position God can give you a promotion God can use you to do miracles Just like he
1: used these men and women In the book of Acts God wants to use all of us He wants to take our
2: mess and make it a message. How does he do that? He breathes his Holy Spirit on us. He breathes his life on us. He gets us in a place where we obey the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, miracles will happen. Blessings will happen. Salvation will happen. Healings will happen. Relationships will be restored. Finances will be restored. Favor is restored. There's something... That's attractive, there's something that's magnetic about the anointing About the Holy Spirit, about God's presence And when you're around people that are full of God When you're around people that are full of the word of God Full of the presence of God There's there's a drawing usually if, if you're into God Now if you're not right with God And you're not doing what you should do And you're not being upright Well then it may repel you It may push you away, it may convict you It may drive you to the end of yourself but when you seek and your heart seeks after God,
1: there's something magnetic about people that are full of God. And the Holy Spirit gave Stephen a great authority, and he changed his position, and he'll give you authority to change your position too. So change your vision. Acts chapter 7, listen to this.
2: Acts chapter 7, how you see things, your perspective, how you relate to things, your viewpoint, your worldview. Listen, if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and you're full of His Word, it'll change the way you see. It'll change what you see. It'll change how you see. Instead of looking down, instead of looking to the temporal, you'll start looking to the things that are eternal. You'll start looking and setting your eyes Look unto heaven. Look unto Jesus. You'll begin to see things differently than you do right now. You'll understand things. see, God says, call unto me and I'll answer you. Uh, who's going to answer you? The Holy Spirit is going to show you great and mighty things that you don't know about. You'll begin to have a different perspective as you open up and allow the Spirit of God in. They were about to bind Stephen and carry him through the Spirit streets of Jerusalem so they could up for his faith. But the Holy Spirit gave him a glorious vision. The Holy Spirit prepared him, the Holy Spirit got him so full. The Bible says that he being full of the Holy Ghost looked steadfastly into heaven. He saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, check out Acts seven fifty five.
1: Look his his new perspective must have made an impact on those that were his accusers,
2: those that were stoning him. Look what what happened to Paul later. Colossians three two says, Set your affections on the things above, not on the things of the earth. This is what God wants you to do, He wants you to have this kind of vision. God desires this for his people to have. And it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Spirit of God that's able to impart that into your lives. It's the Holy Spirit that's able
1: to bring that into your your being. Praise the Lord. Let's do one more Acts chapter 8 Praise you Jesus
2: We just thank you Father for your goodness We thank you for your Holy Spirit That that works in us and helps us Discernment, discernment, discernment
1: God will change the way you discern And perceive things Have you ever met a Christian that didn't have any tact or wisdom?
2: When it came to dealing with non believers, unbelievers, people that didn't know the Lord. Have you ever met any believer that carried themselves in such a way that it it was almost unrespectful to those that didn't know God? Look, there's all things need to be done decently in order. There's a time and a place for everything. He wants us to do things in the right way. He wants us to do things in the right
1: time. And when Philip, the Holy Spirit spoke to Philip in Acts 8,
2: verse 29-30, the Spirit said to Philip, go near and join yourself to this chariot. And Philip ran. It was a perfect moment when he got to witness to that Ethiopian But it was a Kairos moment, it was a God moment It was one of those things when the Spirit spoke to his heart He had to listen, he had to respond, he had to react He had to do something about it
1: Philip knew the voice of God so well that when the Spirit said, now Philip He said, now
2: Go and join yourself, now Philip responded instantly He immediately obeyed God Don't delay in your obedience. Don't delay in your obedience, but have a discernment, know when to act. He didn't want to miss his opportunity. Don't trust your own judgment. Pray for the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. Pray for the Holy Spirit to give you guidance and follow that guidance. Pray for the Holy Spirit to give you an opportunity and let you know when your moment is. And then when you feel that tug of God just begin to step out in it.
1: Look, the Holy Spirit's always going to lead you perfectly. Things will just click
2: if you just follow the voice of your Father. If you follow the voice of the Spirit, things will begin to fall into place. Sometimes we think we can do it without listening. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's what? By my Spirit, says the Lord. Even in Paul's journeys, and his writings, he lets you know, when you read the book of Acts, when you
1: read his writings, look, he didn't just witness the people unless he thought they were ready for it. Paul had right word. We need to learn how to speak and how to act and to do, how to think,
2: how to see, how to hear, how to have discernment. And the flow of the Spirit and the flow of the Holy Ghost makes all the difference. Jesus was led by the
1: Spirit into the wilderness. That means he followed the Spirit. Philip was led. Paul was led. Praise God. And you need to be led too.
2: Open up to the spirit of God. Open up to his voice. Begin to invite him in. Begin to ask him to
1: come. i Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: in your way.